great to have your company for On The Pace on this Thursday morning. Two cards of racing to look forward to in New South Wales today. Tamworth in the afternoon time slot and then the regular Penrith card a little later this evening. Uh, just to recap on yesterday's results, we had Amanda Turnbull dominating at Bathurst again last night. She won five of the eight races on that card. So she's having... A continually remarkable season. Only a few weeks ago, she trained and drove another Group 1 winner, and she was able to scoop the pool last night at Bathurst. We had a trial session yesterday at Menangle as well, where there were a few key trialers stepping out. Fairy Tinkerbell, she returned, and she was sharp in 51 and 4. At Wolf's side was also back, the dual Group 1 winner of last season. He was back for Darren Binskin. He was Beaten about 15 metres behind Fairy Tinkerbell in that trial, but a sharp effort first up in Tough Monarch. He returned to the trials as well, and he was able to win his workout quite convincingly. So those horses we can all expect to probably see return to the races over the next few weeks, and they will be forces wherever they end <coughs> up. As I mentioned, Tamworth and Penrith today. Tamworth, we've got nine races. The first gets underway at 12.55, and a big good luck shout-out as well to Jack Chappell, who's having his first day at the races as a driver, the son of Dean Chappell, of course, a really prominent figure in that part of the state. So he has five drives this afternoon, Jack. So a good start to his career and a few of them are solid chances as well. So he is hoping he can have a successful first day in the bike. Speaking of Jacks, Jack Callaghan has a strong book of drives tonight at Penrith and he also has a few key chances on Saturday night at Menangle, particularly in that fast class race where he partners up with Al Orlando once more and he's joining us this morning for On The Pace to talk us through many of those hopes. Good morning, Jack. How are you? See if we can grab Jack very shortly. Jack, checking that you can hear us. Yeah, sorry, Britt. How are you going? Good, thank you. Let's chat about tonight and, and also going ahead to Saturday. But prior to that, I just wanted to uh, check in. Yesterday, you had a few key trialers at Menangle, particularly uh, Fairy Tinkerbell. She looked really good. So we spoke to Luke last night on In The Gig and he was of the opinion that she's pretty well back on track and she will now head to Queensland for that Group 1 Golden Girl. Were you happy with her trial because she looked great to the eye? Yeah, she felt super yesterday, Britt. Um, you know, she was really sharp, ran really good form and did it well in herself as well. So she looks to be back at her best now. So as you mentioned, she'll be heading up to the Golden Girls and I'm sure she'll be very competitive in something like that. Speaking of the Queensland Carnival, Luke also mentioned on In The Gig last night that AG's White Sox has now headed up to Queensland. You've been in charge of the team down there over the, the last few weeks. What have you made of AG's White Sox since he came across from New Zealand and the fact that he's making his way north? He's obviously impressed. Yeah, as it's well known, he's obviously a very class horse. Um, he's probably on the twilight of his career now, but he's definitely got that class and he's been in great form in New Zealand. So um, it was great to have him here in Sydney for a few weeks and he trained up well. So I'm sure he'll um, handle himself well in Brisbane over the country. You were engaged in the early fields to drive Spirit of St. Louis on Saturday night. It looks as though you're going to stick a little closer to home though so I'd say it'll probably be uh, tough for you to watch Louis go around on Saturday night. You've struck up a really good relationship with you but the plan is that you'll head up and join him for some of the big races over the next few weeks? Yeah obviously I would have loved to be able to drive him this weekend but 
just to logistics and you know, I had plenty here in Sydney as well as GK chances as you mentioned with out of Orlando and things like that. So um, it just didn't work out that I was going to get there this week, but I'll definitely be making my way up there for some of the bigger ones and hopefully jump back on him. Excellent stuff. He's currently the favourite for the tab Blacks at Fake, which is to be run in five weeks' time from now. Tonight at Penrith, you kick things off in the first race with Billy Glanville comes up with the inside gate. He was a horse at two who had obvious ability, but probably didn't have the, the manners to go with his ability. He hasn't trialled in preparation for this first up assignment and we haven't seen him since November. So uh, what are the expectations tonight with him in the first race? Yeah, he was a little bit difficult to manage through his two-year-old Brittany. He could do a few things wrong, but he always showed enough ability. So hopefully um, just with maturity and after a long spell, he's kind of grown into himself a bit. He was a real big, rangy sort of fella as a two-year-old. So if he can, you know, as I said, develop after that spell and come back good, he, he should be very competitive in this. Have you talked to Cam about the decision to head straight back to the races? Because I guess first up off a... Of you know, an eight-month spell, it is It is a bit of a query. And he also stretches out to 2,100 metres. He had his first start in his career over 2,100. But I guess for, for those who are, are looking at him, and he is favourite at the moment, it's a little hard to get a line on exactly where he would be at. Yeah, I don't think fitness will be too much of a concern. Obviously, Cam trains at the track at Meningles. So, you know, basically whenever he wants, he could, you know, give him a trial like it out and be able to go fast times and get the speed back into his legs. So um, I wouldn't be worried too much about the fitness. Um, and yeah, hopefully he should run well. Okay, that's race one, number one, Billy Glanville. We move across to race number three and you've got the opposite end of the spectrum this time round because Luke John's come up with the outside of the second row draw over the short course. Your first drive aboard this horse. He was able to, to win at Menangle last time out. So that form generally stands up when you head back to a track like Penrith, but you know as well as anybody, it's very hard to overcome this gate at this trip. Yeah, that's obviously a massive hurt for him, the gate over the shorter trip, but um, he does look the class horse in the race, so if he has any type of luck in running, he should be very hard to beat. Okay, that's race number three. We move across to race number five. Tony Sloy goes around here and an up to 42 rating event, so he does look pretty well found in this style of race. He won three races as a two-year-old. You partnered him on just the one occasion as a two-year-old, but you were aboard last week at Penrith. What did you make of that run? Because to the eye, it was a big improvement on his first up, even though you weren't driving him on that occasion. Yeah, well, we're pretty disappointed with him last week, to be honest. Pretty, never really traveled at all and didn't really fire a shot um, when he probably had a trip that we thought he'd be able to win off. Um, he, he can be a bit of a casual horse, he's real lazy and things like that, so I know Mick's changed his training a bit this week, hopefully he's sharpened him up and um, he'll be getting sent forward and hopefully woken up a bit and it should put in a good score. He won those three races as a two-year-old and on each occasion he was able to find the front looking at those runners to your inside probably 
on face value, you would, you would expect a lot of them would be happy to take a trail on you. Can you see there being any issue in you finding the, the forward position or the front? Um, just not too sure, probably about, uh, can only be one, so it has led and then also taken trail in time, so we'll just have to see what it wants to do, but, um, you know, I'll be sending my bloke forward pretty hard to try and get the front anyway. Okay, that's race number five, horse number six, Tony Sloy. And in the last, you partner up with Modern Miley here, who's a horse that you haven't had experience with in the past, is only a two-year-old taking on the older horses. And she was pretty good first up at Canberra, when third on that occasion, despite being beaten a long way. She probably didn't have the, the best of luck on that occasion. You would have watched that race it's never easy taking on the older horses but at least you've got a, a nice fence draw to contend with yeah that's right the draw probably wouldn't be too bad for her as you said a two-year-old going against the older ones not easy but she showed enough on the first stop run that if she improved a little bit off that she should be competitive in this on Saturday night, we've already mentioned Ultra Orlando, but he goes around in the Golden Mile at Group 3 level. You've probably been a little frustrated with this preparation because he's had very little luck. Last time out a fortnight ago, you never saw a daylight in at 151 and 4 mile rate. Can Saturday night be his night? It probably looks another tricky little race for him with a fair bit of speed to his inside, but uh, you must be thrilled with how he's going. He just needs that little slice of luck to, to change. Yeah, absolutely wrapped with how he's going. Bringing come back from New Zealand and this preparation, you know, he's been flying just with no luck, as you said. And, um, it does look a little bit of a tricky race on Saturday. There's a bit of gate speed inside him, but um, he just naturally flies the gate, so we'll be putting him into the contest and trying to get a forward spot anyway, and I'm sure he'll run a good race. Also in that race is Wild West, who you partnered up with last week. I thought it was a much improved effort. What was your impression of that big horse? And can we expect him to, to keep progressing in that, uh, I guess, improved manner? Yeah, for sure. He, his first run was was uh, sound enough. He got a bit of a check off myself, actually, when Chris drove him. Um, and he was probably getting along better than what it looked. And then last week he did a bit of work and then got held up. So I was pretty happy with his run last week. And hopefully, as you said, he just kind of matures with that uh, racing style at Manangle. It's obviously completely different to what he's been used to at Gloucester Park. So with every run, he should be looking to improve. And I think it'll be a great chance on Sunday. Even outside of Alcorlander, you've got some key chances on the night. A bit of a mixed bag when it comes to draws. But is there anything else amongst your book of drives on Saturday night that you think is a, a solid winning hope? Yeah, I think let's get rocking in the first. He should be pretty hard to beat. He obviously contested the state final last start and he was probably just a little bit plain. But um, in saying that, he you know, had a few uh, solid wins in the heat and then the Metropolitan final group one. Um, he won that really convincingly. So I think... He's a horse that goes good fresh and after a bit of a let up from that he should be hard to beat. Okay, we can start the night off with race one, number two, let's get rocking at Menangle on Saturday night. Appreciate your time this morning, Jack, and best of luck over the next few days. Not a worry, thanks, Brett. Jack Halligan there this morning joining us for On The Pace. So four drives tonight at Penrith and 
just reading between the lines, Tony Slaw, you can probably expect an improved performance from him. He goes around in race number five, horse number six. He'll be driven pretty positively, and I dare say he'll give you a fairly decent run for your money. So that's tonight at Penrith. Seven races there. The first gets underway at 6.17, and Tamworth isn't all that far away. 12.55 kickoff time, so we're within two hours of the first of nine from Tamworth this afternoon. That's on the pace for this Thursday. Tomorrow, I believe Fred Hastings will be joining you for Finding Winners this week at 10.30 here on Sky Sports Radio, where he'll preview even more of that big nine race card out of Menangle on Saturday.